0: welcome back to rebel movement podcast my name is billy my pronouns are they them or she her
1: hi i'm jordan she her uh, welcome back feels welcome like back. it's been a long time
0: yeah took one week off but it feels like yeah,
1: not in the podcast in the real verse yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah
0: yeah and <laughs> in the, in the real verse <laughs> how was your week uh
1: the week was fine it was a lot of like recovering from what I thought was food poisoning, but could just could be some other random virus, like a, mm. I think I read like, it's like a winter stomach virus or something like that. That's going around. Oh, yeah. That was horrible. Um, it was a lot of laundry. Um, awful. So that was, yeah, that happened. Like, I want to say like almost two weeks ago, but then last week was like the recovery period, especially for the kids. I feel like their appetite only really returned this week, and that's almost two weeks after the onset yeah. of whatever it was. Oh, so it just takes a really long time to get back into it. Yeah. Um yeah. And then we bought a bought a car, a new car. Oh. Well, a new used car because I refused to buy a brand new car. Okay. <laughs> uh no, we just hated the car we ended up buying <laughs> after our oh, really? favorite car broke. Yeah. Um, and then our like if you could be like cheap and only buy used cars and also kind of have a semi dream car that's what this car is
0: (laughs) like oh nice
1: the car that we were looking for but we couldn't find any of back in Mm. october november whenever we bought the other car yeah so it just like popped up used and it was like you know ticked all the boxes so we're like Hey, fine whatever like let's just go for this one and then we'll sell the other one and like pretend it didn't happen <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it yeah 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 mm-hmm. nice that's exciting yeah that's it's awesome exciting found it. it is it is I haven't been able to drive it yet because it's not insured because I don't really want to have two cars insured at the same time oh yeah um I probably will soon uh but uh yeah, it's been weird to be able to have two cars. We've never had, like, we've never been, like, a two-car household, so. No. It's going be strange. Yeah. yeah.
0: A whole new whole It's new just thing, weird, then.
1: yeah. It, like, it'll be nice to have the freedom mm. until the other car leaves mm. us, eventually. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's it. Awesome. It's, it's a good Thank car. You. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. with it. Car buying is always just fucking tedious. It always takes yeah. at least twice as long as you you know anticipate um
0: it's just Mm -hmm. annoying
1: so Mm -hmm. that was a long day a long long day um yeah not much has happened since then um Mm -hmm. at all really it's been pretty chill yeah quiet
0: yeah glad you're all feeling better oh me too (laughs) that was horrendous (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. um i'm trying to think we rearranged the furniture you can might you might be able to tell barely in the place but in the room behind me yeah um but the most exciting part of that is that we got a bunch of bookshelves and like actual wood bookshelves which is cool and I have them in my hallway which is like towards from like my living room to my bedroom which is like kind of a long hallway for an apartment anyway Mm -hmm. and now there's bookshelves all along it so I call it my library (laughs) it feels (laughs) fancy (laughs) and I got to rearrange my books which was fun I and there's so much space because there's three whole bookshelves that I'm like either you know there's certain areas or certain parts of the bookshelf I'm like okay this section doesn't have nearly enough books in it (laughs) (laughs) um let's see I finished reading a book that messed me up a little bit like in my brain and I've been having a hard time thinking about reading since <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was another Ian Reed book I, I liked it um I think the last time I, I talked about it on the podcast I was like um but this one I, I finished it and I was like I don't understand what just happened <laughs> still <laughs> and it really got me thinking about like growing old and stuff too mm. um as uh we spread um I don't know I'm sure other stuff happened in the past two weeks I'm just trying to think of like the random the random thing not the like day-to-day yeah. the work related stuff offices. yeah 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 uh my stepkid one of my stepkids helps teach a class with me on Monday <laughs> um well they, they like did the class in the in the frame which is cute because the client my mm-hmm. the, one of the club members was there and they had their kids too yeah um And it was very fun. It was very cute. He really liked it. Um, We like to share in this particular group. Sometimes we'll share like wins or like celebrate things. Um, Sometimes it's other stuff, but I thought it'd be cute to do with the kids there. So we did it with the kids and some of the kids shared like their own wins, which was really nice Mm -hmm. because all of them said something about like spending time with their family, which was so cute. They're like, between the ages of five and 10 and yeah. like two of them, two of them are like, I'm glad I got to spend time with my grandma, like <laughs> dance. And like, it was just so nice. That mm-hmm. um, yeah, was really cute. And my stepkid afterwards was like, you're really good at your job.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's sweet. It melted in
0: my heart. Yeah. Um, so and I said, thank you. That's really nice. He's like, no, it's not nice. It's just true. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was nice. This is my random little story for you because it was like such a cute it was so mm. cute to see them all doing little movements together it's monday's mobility class so I see all the kids doing all the movements and mm-hmm. um it's different from our usual style obviously usually it's just the, the parents, but it was fun um yeah that's what's new i do have some business stuff that i um i just, i'm trying my best to remember to actually talk about my business because i have so much fun just talking about all the other things that we 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 talk about that i sometimes forget to tell you that i have a business and um <laughs> you should work with me if you're interested in movement if you like the stuff we talk about um my business is called move with billy and i do move our yoga movement classes like yoga workout mobility classes that are all anti-diet, drama-informed, trauma, drama and queer safe. My main offer, like my bread and butter offer, is the Rebel Movement Club. And there's, you know, yoga, mobility, movement classes every week. They're all online, so you can practice it from anywhere. There's also just an on-demand and some one-on-one stuff. But if, you know, align with the stuff that we talk about here on the podcast, if you are also in the process of, um, I was trying to think of a clever way of saying it, but I can't think of it, of ditching diet culture <laughs> and are interested in learning to move your body for better reasons, then I think you would love this club because there's not a lot else like it. And it's honestly the best all the people are awesome um I'm I feel really lucky a lot of the time to be involved obviously I'm the like person the reason it exists but I feel lucky to be involved in it and be able to like see these people who are all also ditching diet culture so anyway I'll keep it I'll stop here so I don't you don't have to um so we can get to other stuff but bottom line I do other things in my business and it's definitely something you should look into that you should um, invest in. You should pay me to work with you. If you want to know how you can go to my website, movewithbilly.com and always feel free to email me for sliding scale, sign up for the newsletter for a bunch of freebies and bonuses. If you're new to my work, there's a um, Rebel starter kit that has like yoga free yoga classes and a bunch of other cool stuff so um i think the link might be in the show notes but if you go to re- movability.com it will pop up to ask you to join the newsletter so there you go there's all the the business corner business related stuff um by the time this comes out it will be march which is weird to think about because february has felt simultaneously so long and also so short I feel like that's also with January just like in all ways like at, at my like the days feel long in my part-time job they feel they feel seems like people are feeling like I don't know it's that time of year right before spring where everyone's like why isn't it spring yet like it just feels like we just need need the the change to happen already
1: yeah I would say the best thing I did for myself in the fall, um, is plant some bulbs outside because they're already starting mm-hmm. to sprout and that like absolutely means spring is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like my favorite, like early spring sign are crocuses, cause they'll come yeah. up in like March ish. And like, they just come up sometimes through like, you know, like not through the snow, but there's a little bit of snow left on the ground and they come up and, um, yeah, it's just like a little reminder that spring is coming.
0: That's so nice.
1: Yeah, it's incredible. So they're obviously they're not blooming yet, but like the greenery is coming. These are really the, pretty. Crocuses are the best. Yeah. No, there's a lot in Kingston actually. If you walk down the Is there? Yeah. And they come up in random places too. Like they'll just be like in the middle of people's lawns. Um hmm. I think like squirrels might take the bulbs and like bury them <laughs> like in different places. <laughs> um that makes sense. remember like yeah like walking from like the tet back down towards like queens like along the side there too there's like little crocuses everywhere oh yeah um yeah like once you know them you start spotting them everywhere um like you know like my favorite flower whatever um Mm. peonies like the you'll see them everywhere the beginning of june and that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff but crocuses are um yeah my little like glimmer of hope. So (laughs) I can't even remember what bulbs I bought. I think I was just at the grocery store and they had like a big stand and I just had the kids like help me pick out a bunch of different bags and we just buried a bunch in the fall before the frost hit. And then, um, yeah, they've just been like hibernating and then like coming up and it's, I feel like we talked about this last time, like the cyclicalness of like the nature or the natural world and like just things like that, like, um, like the bulbs turning into plants. Like it just helps me like, Mm -hmm. remember that things are moving forward, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) like even if it Mm -hmm. felt really closed off and dead and, um, and yeah, having some like really lovely conversations with my kids about, um, springtime and what that looks like and, you know, how everybody it's, it's fun because everybody comes back out of their houses again after not seeing Mm -hmm. each other all winter. Um, I remember last year, one of my neighbors was like, oh my goodness, like they've gotten so big. Uh, mm-hmm. It gets so much fun. to like seeing everybody again after the winter, because like, you know, not most people don't spend a lot of time outside in the winter or um, in the street, I guess, like going for walks mm-hmm. and stuff during the winter. Um, and so then you get to like see everybody again, kind of. It's like a like that whole like rebirthing part of spring yeah. gets to come out. And so it's that's true. It's nice. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. We did get snow today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but and that will happen so on and off of for the next two months. <laughs> Even yeah. if it goes up to like, you know, plus 10, plus 15, mm-hmm. then you'll end up with a snowstorm and it'll take it back down <laughs> to like minus five for some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now I remember yeah. like three years ago, that's what happened because it snowed the day I went into labor with my eldest. So we've been like the day before she was born um, in April. It was like mid-April and it was like the middle of a snowstorm. <laughs> um, yeah. And then by the next day, like it was gone again. Like there was no more snow. Oh, yeah. You couldn't even tell that there was, it had snowed. True. Um, yeah. No, That's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> the closest I have, I don't have a lawn. I like I live in an apartment mm-hmm. um, is I have house plants. You can't, you can't really see them behind me. I have them all over. Um, but we, recently kept the bottom of the romaine lettuce and like cut off a very small sliver of the bottom and then put it in water and we just planted it in dirt um just kind of an experiment because it's literally just sitting in the kitchen and there's no natural light in there it's just (laughs) the lights but they're doing really well considering it's not by a window one of them did die but that's because we didn't plant (laughs) it in soil soon enough (laughs) but that's been a pretty exciting thing of like you know, the closest I can get to like planning a little garden, yep. at least in my, my space here, um, which is kind of fun. And also, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'll keep you all updated if, <laughs> if I remember. <laughs> um, but that's true. I do feel like there's, um, I don't notice all the little, excuse me, all the little buds and stuff as much because my day-to-day route isn't There's like not many trees or anything like that, except for near my part-time job. But when it's like when I go for walks um, in other areas that I start to notice those things. So Mm -hmm. um, I have to try and do that more. Um, I did have a, what do I call it? Non-diet culture uh, movement win. (laughs) I feel like there's a better way of explaining that. Um, I've been, I don't remember if I've told if I told you all or not. I've been um one of the things that I like to do when I'm stressed and that helps me feel, or just in general, helps me feel badass and like more myself is weightlifting. Mm -hmm. And it looks different, you know, every week, every time I go there. Um because, you know, I listen to my body and I try and do what feels best. But I think recently I had this realization that I'm probably could be lifting heavier in a lot of cases than I actually do because I, in some cases could say I was doing like squats. I could do, I don't know, like 10, 12 squats with whatever weight and then still feel like I could do more, which, um, you know, was like, okay, maybe I'll try more. And I found for those who don't know, I work part-time at like a pet food store. So I lift like 20, to 50 pounds of dog food like all day up like over and over again yeah um so when i went back to lifting weights at the gym i was way stronger in my upper body than i've ever been before because i've been training with dog food bags <laughs> um That's fair and i can yeah. put like two 25 pound dog food bags on my shoulder like it's nothing and it's like you know and uh, i don't know that i've necessarily taken as much time to appreciate how cool that like how badass i feel but I can just do that. Um, until the other day I was doing, um, I think it was, I can't remember chest press or something like that. Yeah. Chest press laying down. I think there's another name for it. Anyway, it doesn't matter what it was, but I lifted like way more weight than I ever would have thought. and I felt so cool (laughs) that I could, you know, lift this weight. And I was like, if a small tree somehow landed on my chest or a, like a rock, like a heavy rock <laughs> and on rock. my chest, miraculously, I wasn't injured. I could push it off my chest, like no problem. And I don't know what <laughs> it was about that thought, but I felt so cool. And I just think that those, those movement, like I, there's, there has to be a better way of explaining it, but those like wins in terms of movement mm-hmm. can be so fun and powerful when you're not involved in the die culture, like, um distortion or um stuff i can't my brain is uh, not working well today but
1: yeah yeah yeah. when you've moved away from the way that you used to think about movement um, yeah even if like yeah like if you had a complicated history with anything it's just it's nice to be able to reframe it so that you can still enjoy it Mm -hmm. um yeah, and not have to like prioritize something that made you feel bad. Yeah, right. It's just nice to like to exactly. feel good in doing things that make you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even if it's just like you're doing it because you want like you know better bone health as you get older. Yeah, it's still nice to be able to like actually be able to enjoy it, yeah. even if you're not. Yeah, um, you're doing it for like more practical reasons than anything else. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Another one actually is often so I play piano and one thing that happens because of my particular um, the way that I was trained to sit on the piano mm-hmm. and some of the ways I was holding myself um, in my pot like a posture, I was getting a ton of back pain when I played piano like a ton yeah. of back pain and um, it's sad because I like obviously like I'm, I'm not playing piano because I don't like it like i'm playing because it's fun oh my goodness my brain is like hot and tired um but the other day i played piano for a whole hour and didn't mm-hmm. even notice because i didn't have no back pain yeah. at all which mm-hmm. is also a super fucking cool win. <laughs> yeah um yeah so i'm thinking today uh i was trying to think of a way cleverly switching to the topic but I mean you can probably tell how my brain is being today but um we're thinking of talking we're going to talk about traveling after diet culture. I thought of this partially because my partner and I going to Ottawa for a night this weekend and um made me think of some of the differences in um I don't know how the experience of traveling is and eating and all that stuff after leaving diet culture mm-hmm. yeah yeah does anything come to mind for you right away
1: oh absolutely um I did all my biggest trips um when like my eating disorder had a pretty like good hold on my life so all like yeah. the big expensive trips I've done in my life um like went to Iceland for like 10 days then we went then like, a couple years later we went um, we did like a one month long, like backpacking trip throughout, uh, Western Europe. I was going to directions wrong. So we did like, um, mostly like France, Germany, the Netherlands, Belgium, uh, France again, and then Iceland because we love it. <laughs> and then we came home. Um, and then another big one to like, uh, the Yukon and then Vancouver on the way home um like like, yeah like big trips that were a lot of fun um but i would say like aside from the like the yukon white uh, vancouver one was probably a little bit different than the other ones but the other ones like the primary focus of the trips turned like really turned into me finding places that were acceptable I don't even want to say like that I could eat at that were like acceptable Mm. for me to eat at and it took a lot of the like fun out of it um because like so much research had to go into something that you do like I don't know we travel probably two or three times a day you know like in terms of eating Mm -hmm. we tend to like we're cheap. So we just, we tend to like have slightly fewer meals or we wake up a little later or we get carried away doing other things. Um, -hmm. just don't eat as often as we do at home, not in a weird diet culture way, just in like we're traveling there's different priorities and money Mm -hmm. situations. Um, we were young, uh, money was tight. Um, yeah. So it's like this thing that has to be done so that you can continue to survive the day. Yeah. Um, but it also turned into like, just something that demanded so much extra research on my part, uh, because it was me that was like being really picky about what I could and couldn't eat. Um, you know, and, like just takes a lot of the spontaneity out of the trip I found yeah. since then. Like, so this summer we did a road trip out, uh, to Nova Scotia and back, um, and like, even just like So, like, the first day of our trip, I think I've, I might have told the story. Anyways, first day of our trip did not go like as planned, not even a little bit. Like, we hit like so much rain. We decided to bail on the first night of camping because, like, there's just no oh, fucking yeah. way we're setting up in the middle of like a, what felt like a monsoon. Like, it was just so much rain coming down from the sky <laughs> so heavily. I remember that. I'm not, I'm just absolutely <laughs> not setting up a tent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, we like went to a hotel and it was like, a hotel in, like, like a town in the absolute middle of nowhere. Um, but there, like, happened to be this, like, weird, like, literally hole-in-the-wall place where you, like, stick your head into a window and order a pizza. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, and, like, that was the only option. Like, because mm-hmm. we were at a hotel, there's no option to, like, cook things, right? Because that would yeah. also be something that I would have to prioritize for other trips was, like, having access to a kitchen to be able to cook food, um right uh and then like the next morning again like because we were supposed to be camping um i was also like tired i think that whatever breakfast was it was supposed to be something that was supposed like cooked or something like that um and so like it just wasn't the meal that i had planned for that day wasn't going to be possible because of the circumstance that we're in So it was literally like, look, I just want to hit the ground running and start driving as fast as possible or as soon as possible. So we don't waste any more time in this little town Mm -hmm. Um, and just go to the next place. Um, So we like went to Tim Hortons to like get breakfast. Um, Not something I like ever would have done before. It's like, not only is it like fast food, but like, it's like, you know, it's a bagel and it's all these other things. So Um, you know, we were able to do that, get back in the car and like drive. Um Mm -hmm. so that's what I mean, but like the spontaneity or like the ability to adapt easily to new situations instead of having to be like, Well, I guess I just won't eat for like 12 hours Mm -hmm. because nothing is acceptable to me right now. Yeah. It's a big change. Yeah, it's a big change. Just be like, okay, fuck it. Just like go or like it's the middle of the night like literally nothing's open can we just go get mcdonald's like so we can keep on driving right like (laughs) just stuff like that like um which makes it sound like whatever i don't care what it sounds like you know like we're just eating fast food when we're driving but you are when you're on a road trip yeah. Yeah. like literally you're trying to you're trying to stay on the road so that you don't waste as much time like as possible um and yeah just like being able to roll with the punches but also being able to like experience like more, it's really weird. We're referring to Halifax, but like, like cultural foods or like local staples. I guess I mean mm-hmm. more like, yeah. you know, we yeah. pull into like a one of the campgrounds and there's like, oh, lobster rolls. Like three kilometers this way. It's like, fuck yeah, that's what we're having for supper. Like, yeah. turn down this road. Yeah. I've never had one before. I really would like to have one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my personal favorite thing when I'm traveling <laughs> is to eat um, as much as possible of people's, um, like whatever you would have as your like drug food in the city, that's like, mm. that's what I want to try. So whether it's mm-hmm. like putin or like in Ottawa, it's like shawarma, you know, like once you leave like a club, like that's where you go and that's where you mm-hmm. eat at like three in the morning. Um, it's like donaires. I'm like, I don't need to worry about like what the ingredients are or like picking out like just the meat and eating that part. You know, like I get to actually like experience the whole thing and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to become something that I overthink. And I think we've also spoken about this before, just like not having to think about where the next meal is coming from either. You can just kind of roll with it a lot more. Um, And when you're traveling with a partner, you can split the responsibility of the food aspect a lot more Mm because you can just be like, I'm going to do this. You go to the grocery store and grab whatever for supper without me having to like hyper control what that thing is going to be. Yeah. Um, You know, it's just like, just go get something and bring it home. And then like we can eat at mm-hmm. our whatever hotel, Airbnb, whatever you say mm-hmm. Um you definitely don't need to like plan the day around like what True. specialty restaurant you're going to be going to at some point. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously if it's a once a lifetime type of thing, <laughs> it's a different story, yeah. but what I mean is like, I don't need to go out of my way to do you know, to do something like to, to go to a specific place. So I don't have to, I don't have to get to this neighborhood. Um, Mm -hmm. during the day I can, I can let interruptions come up throughout the day. Um, Mm -hmm. which I mean, I'm even more grateful for now that I have kids too, because the day never really goes exactly the way you plan it to be going when you're traveling. Um, I also feel like I don't know if it's like traveling with kids or traveling like post diet culture, but there's also like with the food thing and the, you know, more spontaneity that comes with that. It also for some reason translated to like being able to just be a lot more laid back with travel. And again, I don't know if it's because I'm older, I'm more experienced traveler now than I was when I was 20. Uh, If it's the diet culture thing, if it's the traveling with kids thing, but like the whole thing is just feels a lot more, like a lot more laid back. I don't need to yeah. pack every single day full. Um, like I can just, like it's it's enough to like be sitting on, like I don't even remember. I'm going to call it a random hill. I'm sure it's important in Halifax, but like, oh, um, I know what the
0: hell you're talking about. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, I like sit there because they needed a snack, and so we spent you know like 35, 40 minutes sitting on the hill. They were mm. running around. You know, relaxing, eating snacks, um, before we get up and and move on. We don't have to mm. pack every single second of the day. We're not always on the go. Um yeah. I'm not running between two ends of the city because like that's where the acceptable breakfast was and that's where the acceptable supper is, you know, <laughs> like yeah. um true. I don't know. It's just I I want to think that it's like just the mentality of diet culture like leaving that mentality behind just like added a lot more like ease into my life generally yeah so it it really translates to the way that I travel now Mm -hmm. um and the way I get to like just like sit and experience things instead of like I don't know just like I feel like diet culture just packs a lot of anxiety with it (laughs) like a lot of like like (laughs) false urgency with it and and um not every decision is going to be a life or death one the way that it feels when you're in this kind of like wellness culty type thing like literally like choosing the wrong brand of essential oils is going to like give you cancer and you're going to die tomorrow like that's what everything feels like yeah it's so stressful you know so like it's it's not even just the food aspect of diet culture like it's more like just like the wellness cult around it that's like when you step away from all of that, things that like everything becomes a little bit more enjoyable, but especially travel, because it's one of those, like, I don't even know. I, th- I think it might be like cognitive dissonance or whatever, like when like, it's something that should be enjoyable, but you're not able to enjoy it because you literally can't relax enough to do it. Yeah. And now you can actually do the relaxing part and like the rolling with the punches part of travel, because that's what happens when you're not in your own environment. There's a lot more things that come up, I find. Yeah, true. Um, And you need to just be able to, like, I don't know, like, go with the waves. (laughs) Like, you know, things come up. It's like, great, now we're just changing your plans. You know, like, um, only picking one thing to do this day, Um, instead Mm -hmm. of trying to do 700 things. Um, That place was closed. Fantastic. I'll just find a new place to have Mm -hmm you know lunch from or whatever like it's not a mm-hmm. not a huge deal um the way that it felt yeah. before whereas like one thing especially food related but like really anything um, uh, being closed would like throw the whole day off like oh, everything's yeah. out the window now right like I can't even focus anymore mm-hmm. because that's where all my attention was yeah um I don't know it's just like it's very easeful now yeah that's in a awesome. way that it wasn't before
0: yeah That's interesting. I think it it sounds like much, yeah, useful is a good word for it. Um, It's interesting, my experience is a little bit opposite. Um, So when I, I only really took one big trip, not to England and Ireland, but I was there for a long time. Before then was when I was vegan um, in in that Mm -hmm. orthorexia, Part of the orth- orthorexia thing when I went traveling I had decided since I'm not made of money <laughs> I'm not going to be <laughs> vegan when I'm there because <laughs> yeah. it's like going to be too hard mm-hmm. and I like the diet culture was still there a hundred percent but I kind of like let loose like let it loose a little bit um like I ate meat and I there's like some things that were like small steps but mm-hmm. felt pretty big to me and I felt better I mean, we know now why I felt better when I was, because I was <laughs> eating stuff that I could actually get protein and stuff from. But, um, I remember one of the things I did because I didn't have tons of money as backpacking is I'd go to like a convenience store or like whatever and get like random candies or whatever, because it's so different there from here. Mm-hmm. And, but a couple of the times I would just like sit in a park and just like watch whatever and eat my snacks and there's, it was like so much fun. Those are some of the moments that I remember most, yeah. just like live, like being there. Like I lived there and just like having a snack. <laughs> um, but I definitely had a lot of like afterwards would feel horrible and I would feel really insecure. And I would like, um, you know, definitely wasn't as like free in my choices as I could have been, but I do feel like for where I was at, I was pretty, like, I feel kind of proud of myself, that I was able to just like, you know, I did a bus tour one day and we stopped at this random restaurant in the middle of nowhere in Ireland. It was to this day, one of the best meals I've ever had, but it was like, you can have chicken or beef. And I was like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, those moments like that were like, it was like, whatever. Okay. I'll just like, you know, do this and move on. But, Mm -hmm. um, other trips that were like, not as big, Um, you know, just like around the province or whatever, we're definitely more um, eating disorder aligned, I guess. Um, But now when I travel, I have to be, unfortunately, (laughs) very specific about where I travel and not because I want to, I just because I'm allergic to gluten and citrus. Mm -hmm. I can't eat gluten and citrus. And I like, I honestly, it's so annoying to me still. I'm not used to it. Um, but I will say there is definitely joy in going to some other cities or going through bigger cities that have entire bakeries (laughs) that are gluten-free entire restaurants that are gluten-free like the joy that I feel and that's like I guess that's kind of been my way of of like bringing that like okay just like go out and get some snacks and like just yeah. you know let food be a part of the traveling mm-hmm. um, when we went to Niagara Falls last year where there was a I can't remember what it's called but there's a gluten-free bakery if you are gluten-free and you want to know what it is and you live around there just like send me a dm because I will tell you I understand it <laughs> I understand your feelings but um, there's a gluten-free bakery that had like cupcakes and cookies and like ice cream sandwiches and like so many things and old diet culture eating disorder me would have been like okay get one thing Mm -hmm. one cookie how dare you get anything else and new me then was like you know what I want to try these cup like these like several cupcakes and I also want to try a cookie and I also want to eat this. I'm not going to eat it all at once because my stomach will probably hurt before I could eat half of it. But I'm gonna like I'm gonna get all these things because this is a this is an event for me (laughs) that I can like go in somewhere and like see you know two different flavors of cupcakes or three different flavors of things. Like two even Mm -hmm. having three options is kind of out of the ordinary. Usually it's like hey you can have this like weird chocolate chip walnut cookie that has slightly weird texture to it, but it's still good. (laughs) Just in case anyone somehow got that reference. Um (laughs) but it's it's like it's relaxed in that way that like when I find a place like that where I can eat and it's easier, Mm. it's like a celebration. And I, you know, most places will have something. It's the lemon that I get more stressed out about because you don't have to Mm list that and it's not as obvious what it's in but um so in that sense it's like unfortunate it's not because of eating disorder or diet culture related stuff but I have to be more aware of like where we're going and sometimes we have to get stuff from a grocery store because I just don't know where we'll have stuff and or I'm not I don't have the like emotional or brain brain capacity to like do that research sometimes making decisions around food or just in general are like, it's really overwhelming, especially if there's more than one person involved and can be affected by that decision. So sometimes it's like, okay, we're just going to go to the grocery store and like get things we can eat so that I don't have to, you know, make this decision or do this work, but it still is much more relaxed and also like I'm not spending the entire day stressed out about like that cupcake and cookie I ate or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm not like, I'm like, Oh yeah, this is like, this is awesome. I can, I can eat something here. And I'm like moving on. And I'm like, Oh look, there's another place here that I can get like bread from Mm -hmm. um, or whatever. And I'm, I'm sure it might be different if I didn't have to worry about these things. Like it might be, um, the like my food freedom or whatever might look different like different obviously if I didn't have to worry about uh, stupid allergies but I am definitely have more than I did before and think a lot less about the food I get excited about going now like I'm like oh oh my god there's like a whole bakery I can eat like anything here <laughs> mm-hmm. um and but it's just like the biggest part, I think, is that the shame isn't there and that it's not yeah. like I'm holding back. But I also don't necessarily feel like, I don't know, the flip side of that is that sometimes it would be like, oh, I'm on vacation, so I'm just going to eat whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I would end up not feeling good in my body because of whatever, you know, mm-hmm. not eat, like eating past the point of me of feeling full or, you know, eating something, enough, some, enough of something that I feel sick or whatever um, I'm trying not to be too specific with that, and then I end up feeling bad in my body, and then I, you know, do the shame spiral. So in that sense too, I'm like, someday, some days I'm like, okay, I like me. I really want a salad, or like I really want to eat stir fry, or like whatever. It's like the. I'm not trying to say what's healthy, what's not healthy, but some days where the decision just feels more balanced i guess it's not like oh all bets are off i'm on vacation i'm just gonna eat everything that's you know usually off the table it's not like that anymore because there is nothing off the table besides halogens um so it's like balanced and food is more of a it still feels like an occasion but without all the shame and it's more of an occasion without the uh like emotional weight because it does it is like it's a lot and it ends up you don't I remember being not really being able to be present with my whatever trip because I was spending the whole time like oh my god I ate like this and this and this or like I had to eat this bagel or like whatever um so instead of actually being present for like the I don't know, family trip to Texas or whatever. That was something I did when I was young, <laughs> when I was a kid. But I would like instead spent the whole time like worrying about how my body looked in the clothes and how what I was eating mm-hmm. and like how I was how other people were perceiving me.
1: Yeah. And now
0: yeah, I mean, the I still pictures am, thing. Something that yeah?
1: I just like just remembering. Yeah. yeah. Just like having like it was before I made my rule of like I'm not allowed to look at the pictures <laughs> mm-hmm. until. At least that night, if not after the trip, I still mm. hold that rule pretty tightly um, yeah. because I know myself and it's not worth like ruining my entire day. Um, mm. It's actually why I switched to like film on some of the trips, too, because you can't see them <laughs> until after. Sure. You, and honestly, they they all come out good. And all they did, like all seeing the picture would do is ruin that day because looking yeah. back at the pictures, I'm like, oh, it looks fine I look miserable yeah. because I'm fucking worried about what I look like but yeah. if I was just actually giving a real smile it would be an okay picture yeah yeah um so yeah that is like I do have a rule that with yeah. myself it's a little bit more relaxed now because it won't ruin the entire day the way that it mm-hmm. used to but if I know I'm not having a great body day that rule still applies yeah. like I'm not yeah. gonna you know even when like oh do you want to just check just to make sure like that you like the bag. Nope, it's fine. I get one shot at this. It's good. I'm not going to waste my time. (laughs) You know, like (laughs) this is what I look like right now. Um, And I also, I don't know if this works, but like, I try to remind myself to like my kids are gorgeous. And I think that the most beautiful people I've ever seen in the entire world. Um, And I still manage to take bad pictures of them where I'm like, that doesn't look like you. (laughs) So if that Mm -hmm. applies to the most beautiful people I've ever seen, then I'm sure so I can cute. apply it to myself. <laughs> Where yeah. It's, like,
0: it's probably just
1: a bad picture and that's mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> Cause sometimes mm-hmm. I take bad pictures or someone takes a bad picture of me.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: it doesn't, like, I look at some picture of like, that doesn't look like what you look like, you know, like I know yeah. that that's not an accurate representation of what you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a little ramble on the pictures, but yeah, no, oh, I remember I like important. even like, like some of these trips that like I was so looking forward to and like I put so much weight on and like weight on enjoying the trip um (laughs) emotional mental weight um (laughs) you know like um and I I don't look happy in the pictures because I'm so worried about what I look like the entire fucking time especially the first trip we took to Iceland because I kind of I don't remember if it was on purpose or not, but definitely treated that whole trip like a cheat day. I'm only using those like words. I like, it's intentional because like, that's, that was how I was thinking about it was like, all bets are off. All the rules are off. Mm -hmm. Not just like, Mm -hmm. I'm on vacation. I want to eat the food that like, you know, whatever this region is known for, whatever this area is known for, I want to be able to experience that. Um, Which is more how I would see it now. Then it was like, Oh, I'm going to like, you know, be so bad and eat all these things. Um, Even if I was like at home following a pretty strict um, diet. Uh, So I treated that whole thing like that. But then that like, it was like pretty enjoyable while I was doing it. Minus the body image issues with the the pictures. Mm -hmm. Like literally, I look like I've been held hostage the entire time. Like it's like not a good, like I just, I was just like, like lighten up. This was your first like big girl trip that you paid for. Mm -hmm. like your first big thing you ever did with Kyle and like you look fucking miserable the entire time and I like is it worth it (laughs) uh yes because I learned from them blah 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 but like no (laughs) I should have been happier I can like hear the eye rolling in that (laughs) um but like what is different now even if like whatever you eat it's hard to talk about without it's sounding like it's super diet culture-y, I think, especially when you're like on the outside of it now. Mm-hmm. But like you you do eat differently when you're on vacation, I think. Um, because you're there for a limited time and you're trying to experience as many different things. And for me, a huge part of experiencing a different place is experiencing the food. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm cooking at home less. You know what I mean? Like there's just there are things that are different. Yeah. But the biggest difference between that. Back like whatever five years ago, ten years ago, and now, I mean, like the post-vacation is the biggest difference. It's like, like you were saying, like that balance element of just like easing back into your normal life mm-hmm. is just like a thing that happens, and not like a something that's framed as like a reset or like I need to yeah. detox from my vacation or like oh, um, yeah, you know I have to clean it up now. Like none of those words exist anymore. It's just like. Mm-hmm honestly it mostly comes down to money like we spent a lot of money and now we have to like cook at home more because like (laughs) or like I got out of the habit of cooking as much and so now I got to get back into that habit of like shopping what's in the pantry and what's in the fridge and like (laughs) being a little more responsible with money and um you know not getting takeout the way that we were doing on vacation because we were having fun and sometimes spending half an hour cooking is not as much fun when you want to be doing something out or staying out a little bit later or whatever um it's like you're obviously your habits are different when you're not in your home and when you're on vacation and trying to have a lot of fun um but it's not like that the mindset afterwards isn't about cleaning it up or making up for bad behavior or um either yeah like having to detox or whatever the fuck like Mm-hmm. Again, like your body, like that's what your liver's for, and if you're it's not able to do that, you need to go see a doctor because that's what your liver is supposed to do. It's what your kidneys do; <laughs> they're literally detoxing every mm-hmm. single day on their own without you having to do anything. Thank yeah. God for filter organs. Like, <laughs> you know, um, it's just you just slide back into life, and there's like little bumps, you know, like normal getting readjusted to um, or like reacquainted with your habits and being in a home, building those habits back up again. Um, I like to give myself an easy button sometimes of like ordering the like HelloFresh boxes um, oh, yeah. post-vacation. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that way I know there's oh, going to be yeah. food delivered and there's at least like, I always get like the five meals, but you can get less. Like I know <laughs> like I have meals at least for supper. We just need to buy breakfast stuff and like a little bits for lunch or whatever, if it's not going to be leftovers and like, then it, it's like an naked like an easy button way of coming back into
0: yeah
1: life i also hit the easy button um most of january <laughs> with the hell <laughs> of boxes yeah. with like me going back to work and Kyle starting his placement to finish up school i was just like mm-hmm. i don't want to have to think about making meals for the week and so i just have somebody else send me <laughs> boxes of food that i can cook from so at yeah. least i'm making food at home which feels good
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I don't need to worry about the the food yeah. or think about it so yeah.
0: you know I think the pictures thing is interesting I hadn't really thought about it um also made me re- remember that I don't think I ate enough when I was traveling now that I've just been like oh everything was fine when I was traveling, <laughs> like, I don't think I ate enough because I <laughs> I was walking like everywhere because I was like trying my best not to spend yeah, <laughs> a enough. lot of money as was a lot wa- I like walked I be- this is why I gave my sh- how I gave myself shin spins because <laughs> I did not like start to warm up for walking like six hours a day I just started to walk six hours a day every day for two months um every single day but you know what I mean and I think it was only in like London where it's like okay, I cannot physically <laughs> cannot walk everywhere because it's so big um and by that point I settled down enough that I wasn't going to like, my anxiety was like super high in terms of like buses and everything in other places. Cause you go so fast and you can't tell like, what if you miss the, you know, yeah you don't know this, you know what I mean? Like you're literally, if you're walking, you can control the, the steps you're taking. But if you're like in a random city and your ears still have not popped from <laughs> Just the plane and you get on the wrong bus and it goes the wrong direction. It seems like a much bigger deal than me being like, okay, I'm just walking. Mm-hmm. I can take these steps slowly. <laughs> anyway, um, but the pictures thing is interesting because I think I, like that one, I was just by myself. So it's just me mm-hmm. taking pictures. So it's not as easy to say for that one. But when I was younger and like some of those other trips or like things like the teacher trainings or like being with friends and stuff, I feel like most pictures of me. At the time, ow, just hit my hand on the table. Um, At the time, I spent like so long worrying about the picture, worrying about how I felt in the picture, but afterwards worrying about what I looked like. And then in the moment, feeling so uncomfortable, like picking up my clothes, like so much energy was spent in whatever way, like Mm -hmm. hating my body, hating the picture, thinking about the picture, regretting the picture, (laughs) (laughs) um because when other people take pictures it always looks different than when you do and you're taking a 2d picture of a 3d object that's usually in motion so it's always going to look a little bit weird Mm -hmm. um and so many of the things i don't remember like i don't well I remember a lot from my childhood so that in itself is not evidence of anything but Mm -hmm. in some of the pictures from that trip to texas for example i do not remember anything from the day I think it was like the Alamo or something Mm -hmm. I don't couldn't even tell you I can remember what it looks like on the outside but all I remember is being so self-conscious about the picture Mm. could not tell you anything about what the Alamo looks like I'm not from Texas I apologize if anyone is I don't even know what really the Alamo is right now (laughs) I was so not present like why I was a kid then so it's like on somebody else's trip but like I'm sure that happened when I was older too, for like the smaller trips. I'm like why? I'm glad that that's not the case anymore. Cause like, why, what, why even spend money to go somewhere? I'm just going to spend the whole time worrying about what I look like in a picture. Cause like every time I've gotten older and looked back at those pictures, I've been like, wow, I look so different than I thought I did. Or, Hey, I look miserable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like you went, I went, um, ziplining once, like when I was living in Guelph in Allure, you could just like zip zip line across the gorge. Cool. It was, yeah. Except that I can't remember it because I only remember the pictures being taken <laughs> and hating how I looked compared to the people who I was with. It's like, I was probably not good company. I was also scared of falling. So that, you know, fear is the only memory from that trip. Not like, <laughs> oh, this is really cool. Yeah. One reason or another, I'm losing my shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that point that you bring up about the pictures because I think
1: I I didn't think of that necessarily as part of traveling but it is a part of traveling. It is a part of traveling and honestly it's like me having like my self-esteem issues like literally ruined the trip for other people you know what I mean because I was like I was so caught up in it and I was in such a a piss poor mood um, and I always placed myself as like the leader (laughs) like as a like I know where we're going next. Like I have the itinerary planned out. Like that's usually my role. Right. That I give myself. Um, <laughs> but like now like the leader's in like a fucking shitty ass mood because oh, they're having yeah. body image issues. Now everybody else is not allowed to enjoy their day or have fun because they have to like be mindful of me being a giant bitch all day. Like it's just, it's not worth it. You know, yeah. like it's just, I and I know myself. And I, so I came up with my rule of like, I just, I don't get to look at the picture right away. That's just, that's it. I don't get to do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I'll look at it at nighttime um, or after the trip is over. And like, is it really going to be that big of a deal? No. Like either I don't have a picture in front of that one thing um, or I do. And it's not a big deal that it's either not a great picture or like, honestly, it probably is a fine picture. Yeah. And I'm just like getting too worked up about it because I'm nitpicking it because I'm in a bad mood and I'm yeah. having a bad body day. um, Yeah. So I think it's okay to like make up those rules for yourself. I don't think I it's think like so. enabling things. I don't think it's like giving into diet culture. I don't think you need to be a hundred percent like loving yourself all the time. I don't think you need to be like challenging yourself all the time I know I've spoken about like other challenges I've given myself and like that like they work for me Mm -hmm. you know like so they were useful but like this isn't useful and like me this is like it's always going to be a really big one for me I think Um, Mm -hmm. and honestly I'm I say that but I also know it's it's becoming less and less of a thing Um, like there are days or maybe months where it's more of an issue in days and months where it's less of an issue. So that's good. There's progress there. Um but it's one of those things that there's like a simple enough fix that doesn't affect my life in any way that I think it's okay to go with I'm just not going to look at the pictures until the trip's over. Yeah. You know? Um and then that way I have a better day. Everybody else gets to have a better day. Mm -hmm. Like you know, I think there's only positive outcomes there. I don't think every, I don't necessarily think that every aspect of your eating disorder or diet culture issues needs to be addressed in full. Does mm-hmm. that make sense at all? Or Yeah. Like, obviously yeah. there's mean, you there, you know what head head I mean? But it's just you like, to, like, I don't think everything right needs to it. be head fixed on. immediately with a sense of urgency and like, you know. You don't need to like stand there in the middle of a new city like (laughs) challenging your internalized fat phobia. Yeah. When you could just not look at the picture, enjoy the Mm -hmm. rest of your day, and then deal with that at a later date. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's like do your doing your best to like use your tools from any of if you if you do yoga or if you do any other movement or mindfulness of like checking in with how your body feels like use it as a chance to practice um like pay attention to how you feel when you make decisions about food when you're traveling obviously and then go with it what you can but like if you're having a hard time you know deciding Um, it's hard for me to give an example but if you're having a hard time deciding like okay how many cupcakes am I gonna buy at this bakery
1: checking yeah, how you feel but then also how much you like, care
0: about something yeah mm-hmm if it's like it's if you're if there's not like gigantic like you can't make like factors like okay you don't have the money to make this choice or you don't <laughs> have the like you're allergic to this choice um it's not a big deal and even then sometimes you'll you know you'll get it really excited and you'll eat maybe an extra cookie and afterwards you'll be like ooh now my body feels a bit weird uh-huh. and it's not the end of the world still and then like when you're at the restaurants making the decisions, like check in with how you feel and don't just make a decision based on like how, what you think you should be eating. It's like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm at the seafood restaurant in the East coast. It was my only time to have this like fancy, I don't know, lobster or whatever. And then part of your brain is like, no, I should have salad. Like, fuck that. Eat the lobster. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be a big, a very big thing that you're practicing, but like way how you feel in in your body not about your body in your body Mm -hmm. and then the other factors of like how often do you have this opportunity and also really it's not a big deal it's just food
1: it really is just food
0: it's just food one day one meal maybe it's like eight meals if you're out for a while whatever it's Mm -hmm. just food yeah
1: yeah it's always like worth it, I think, to look at what's the realistic worst case scenario, not like a made yeah. up worst case scenario, like a shark's no. not going to fall through the restaurant and eat you like that's not no. a realistic worst case, realistic worst case scenario. If you make a bad choice at a restaurant is that you end up with the shittiest plate on the table. And th- that's yeah. nice. <laughs> you know, <like>, a <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. realistic worst case scenario of uh, eating too much is that you're, probably going to feel full tomorrow morning and not be able to eat a lot of breakfast, like realistic worst case. And is that a life and death situation? No, it's not. No. So you can just roll with it. Realistic worst case of getting a bad picture. You have a bad picture. Like it's, you know what I mean? It's not the end of the world. It really isn't. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's, and I think, I mean, it's obviously easy to say that when you're on the outside, it really does feel like, the end of the world when you're in it and I know that but I think what's really nice about being out of all of this is the perspective yeah um that you gain and like the clarity that (laughs) comes from being out of all of that bullshit Mm -hmm. um and I was gonna say something else but like so I know it, it feels hard when you're going through it I do, and I don't want to be nonchalant about that because, like, I really did, like, I really did ruin my trip, <laughs> like that Iceland trip. Like, that's that's the part I think about now, um, and like, it didn't, it didn't have to be that way. You know, I could mm-hmm. have just really chose to enjoy um, what was happening and what I was able to do, which was like a really exciting trip and a really exciting opportunity um but instead uh, my focus was on like the way I looked um so I think that that comes back to like if there's an easy fix to this like you just not knowing what you look like (laughs) yeah um and then you can just get through the next 10 days and actually enjoy yourself Mm -hmm. um maybe take that option and then we'll work on, we'll work on the mindset yeah. piece when you get back home. Like, yeah, exactly. You
0: know, it's true that it's, it is like really hard. And I'm, I also like, I don't know if I don't, I don't remember. I know it's hard it's when you're
1: on, when you're on the outside of it, you're just like, Jesus, like yeah. I was just like working myself up over nothing.
0: Yeah. Truly yeah nothing. whole days ruined. Yeah. Even in my like, I don't know, in not in the same city I live in, there's been days where I've like ruined whole days or experiences. And I'm sure for other people too, for the same thing, you know, what I just thought of too, when we're worrying about, I'm saying this in retrospect, and again, not discrediting anything we just said, but mm-hmm. when we're worrying about what we look like in a picture, what are we actually worried about? Like other people seeing the picture and thinking we look stupid or whatever, or thinking our bodies look like, I'm just going to say wrong. Cause I don't, I'm mm-hmm. not going to, you know, Get into all the words. The yeah. Start. Mm-hmm. yeah, you don't need reminders. I'm sure we all know what we used to say about ourselves. <laughs> like, or what are we worried about? Other people seeing the pictures? Why the fuck do we care what other people think about our bodies? Because if the people also, who know us. Have you
1: ever looked at a picture and gone like <laughs> and no. said any of these things about someone else? Like, no. Yeah, no. Like, what people who actually know us will <laughs> know.
0: That we don't look, you know, if our face was making a different face than normal, they'll know that we don't always look like that. We don't walk around with that singular facial expression on every day. And probably they'll look and if if you are making a silly face, just as an example, they're probably like, your face looks silly. Okay, let's move on. Like, it's not, they're not thinking about it. Nearly as much as you are, and also if it's a stranger, like fuck them. They don't. They shouldn't even see pictures of your vacation. Don't How even How are they them. in
1: your house? Like, we can't these <laughs> yeah, like, it's not Get them out of your house. Because if someone's in your house, just like, oh my god, is that when you were in whatever? And it just becomes a jumping off point for a story. Yeah. It's not like, yeah. oh, green's really not your color. Like it's, you know. Yeah. If people are like that in your house
0: and talking <laughs> they about you like just, that, you should, should just be in your house. out your life all Like fuck <laughs> them. <laughs>
1: They shouldn't be in your house. That's your it space. Be but also, <laughs> yeah, it's <yeah. laughs> like whenever we say stuff like that, I'm like, man, our cancer is showing. Uh, <laughs> that's your space. Yeah. They shouldn't well, be whatever. in your space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. i had
0: like this. This is like slightly off topic, but I've had this worry every now and then about um, there's been like since um certain period of my adulthood. There's like a fair amount of people that I am not necessarily really close with anymore, or like some people have just like huh, some of them like kind of more strictly cut out, but other people have sort of like fade over time, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was I was like worrying about at one point was the like the number of them. It's like, oh, is that reflect poorly on me, or mm-hmm. does it, you know, gaslighting stuff I had from when I was a kid came up. And I had this moment of like, like, do other people have this stuff too? Like, you know, all those things. Mm-hmm. I had this moment of like why am I worrying about all of this of like my, that what, like, I'm worried that my standards are too high that I'm worried that people won't like that. I don't like to be bullied by them. I'm worried that I want to be treated with respect and kindness. Like if, if if like my logic part of my brain comes, like actually starts to think about it, I set boundaries. I'm not willing to be treated poorly. I'm not willing to be, you know, bullied by whoever I'm just you know like I'm not willing to be around like have toxic people like that just like sucking my energy or yeah you know making me feel shitty about myself um and I feel like that's kind of applies here too with diet culture stuff like if there's obviously there's some people you can't I don't know you can't necessarily control if it's like your boss whatever and you are stuck there I don't know but if it's people who like this, like they're like who you're scared to show pictures of you traveling and they're like a friend and you're worried they're going to like whatever, like maybe take a minute and on your own or with a, you a know, loved one, think about like whether or not that's a red flag because it should be. Um, and I know it's hard to see, especially when you're close to it. But like if you genuinely do have people who you're like You feel like they're gonna make you feel bad about your body if you show them pictures of you. Like, you deserve better than that. You deserve people who are gonna look at pictures and be like, "Fuck yeah, you look great in that outfit." Or like, "Oh cool, like tell me about where you were that day." Or like, Mm -hmm. "Hey, this is a funny face face you're making. You're beautiful. Like, you know, you deserve that." I know this is like not specifically related to the topic, but I just feel like (laughs) it's important. Very passionate about this. Yes, I do. I do. I think it's
1: important. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe, please. It makes a big difference. And as I said earlier, if you are new to my work and um, haven't yet taken advantage of all the freebies I have out, go to my website to the resources section. I think it'll be in the show notes for the Rebel Starter Kit. And if you want to send me a message or a question anything about that or the podcast send it to info at movethbilly.com. you can also find me on instagram on tiktok and on facebook at movewithbilly but i mainly hang out on instagram and what about you jordan
1: uh at jordan.l on instagram and, Perfect. Uh, have a great day have a good one